have been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? We're going to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. That's not a moment. We're all fine here now, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vettabonker. And I'm Kenton Larson. And we have a ninth episode of Andor to talk about today. Uh, is is your three-episode arc still holding true, Kenton? Not really. <laughs> not on, not upon the last one, I would well, say. Well, I just I just and I, I just realized as I was saying, oh, that's the ninth episode, then this yeah. would mean that this would be the conclusion, and it's not. We still have more in this particular story arc of Andor, right? If it would have been the prison break this week, which I predicted it would be, uh, but it was not. And if it would have been that, then the three, the trilogy thing would have held up, but it was not. So it does not hold up at this point. But it was the same thing. You thought they were going to go right to the heist uh, after they set it up. And they also took an episode between like the setup and the actual event. So they did the same thing. They introduced the prison. Yeah. Then they spent an episode getting us used to the prison. And then we're going to break out of the prison in the next episode. But this was really good. Oh, man. Such a good episode. A lot of, a lot of oh, stuff happening it. in here. Um, I love this episode. And once again, with each passing episode, I notice I love it more. And I also noticed that the online discussion has perked up. And oh, right? uh, like it was kind of a little dead there, it seemed, for the early episodes. And then suddenly now, I think people are coming around to it. I noticed the rating for it's really high. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, not that that's a great measurement anyway, but it's some uh, measurement. It's kind of what we have now. It's a measurement, but. Uh, I've noticed that sort of sentiment has come around to to this being great Star Wars, and it re- and it's great adult Star Wars. So I think I think um, I I think once again I think Andor is going to be a binge for a lot of people who didn't watch it when it was on, and they're going to love it. And I if I had one wish, it's that to be able to watch the rest of the episodes because they're so good. I want to see how this turns out. Uh, I do miss the one part, the one aspect of Star Wars that I miss that we haven't gotten in this yet is the space stuff, space battles and, yeah. and fighting and that kind of stuff. So we haven't had, maybe we'll get that. We still have a few episodes left, but that's the one area. Other than that, I felt kind of, and, and I guess the Jedi stuff, we don't have any Jedi stuff. We said we're not going to get that. And that's, I'm okay with that. But they are kind of sprinkling in more and more familiar Star Wars as we go. We got some more stormtroopers in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we start off with, I'm just kind of got the episode in front of me. We, we start off with um, Bix being interrogated by our friend at the ISB um, and so they got to find out what she knows about casting right yeah that's um, that is a really uh, that's a that's a hard scene to watch it's not for kids <laughs> and in no. fact it's the screaming of kids <laughs> that she's listening to that in the ear or something like that right is that what I just that thought is? it was Kenny G maybe it's Kenny G oh <laughs> hey that could launch a million memes we could we could play any music and and she's like no I can't t- no ah <laughs> could we, it could be anything right but it's it's yeah it's it's an interesting story it's an interesting they they tell this story about they killed like and again it's it's there's a lot of talk of genocide in this show like this just showing oh, yeah, yeah. how horrible the empire really is and this is like we've never really touched on any of this stuff before in Star Wars so they're just like yeah they killed off an entire race of creatures they recorded them dying and this is the scream and the sound of the scream causes intense pain i guess 
Um, so much so that she gives up all the information. Like it's, it, So much so we don't even have to see it because they cut away and then she gives up all the information. <laughs> and did you notice the cutaway is the exact same cutaway as A New Hope? When is it? Yes. When Princess Leia, uh, they've got the droid hovering there. And, uh, Darth yes, yes. And then, it, yeah. The door closes, and the and then you see the feet of the person walking past the door, and you look down the hallway. That's the exact same shot in that. Is it? Episode. Okay, I'm watching yeah, it right now. Yeah. She's saying, yeah, yeah, give good. me a detailed accounting of every single piece of stolen Imperial equipment you passed along. She's very good. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Sorry, I shouldn't. I'm just watching it again. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> you know, early in the season, they made us feel sorry for that Imperial officer. They made us think she's 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 just being disrespected by everybody and she's got it bad and maybe she'll turn to the rebellion. And in this episode we learn, oh no, she's into this horrible stuff. You know, she's just as bad as any Imperial we've got. Yes. And then of course there's Dr. Gorst, who's a rather chipper fellow. Uh, <laughs> the likes guy who's nothing, in charge likes nothing more than a little torture in his day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, just thrilled with this whole thing, hey? <laughs> All the stuff that's going on. Um, and then, of course, we cut back to Cassian, who's back at the prison assembling on the assembly line. Um, and there's a, there's a talk about them, like... You know, they're they're he's getting into it, like he's getting into the competition of it. And they're, he's like, we're gonna they're gonna be shorthanded all day. There's a new man coming down, so we can beat him and all this stuff, other stuff. So he's getting them worked out. But we see um, Olaf, is that his name? See, you get the names yeah. with the repetition. They keep they oh Jembok, and I guess also the subtitles helps. But Olaf helps, yeah. Olaf is the is the character here. He's he's old, and he is like having a hard time with all the physicality of this because it's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of turning and his hands are cramping up and he's having a hard time here. So, um, so that's kind of the main focus of the of the drama here is, is what's going on with Olaf. Well, it's also Andor noticing. Um, oh, we've got uh, uh, the we don't have the the stuff magnetized like the. The yes. railing he notices is not electrified. Right, it's not electrified. Pardon me, magnetized. I said it's not electrified, and he's noticing how many weapons. Like he's no, it's and it's good. I love all that stuff because it's like yes, it's prison gonna, break stuff, right? It's prison break. Right. It's like you whisper. He's a, yeah. and they're doing, and it's him and some other guys. It's, it's not yeah. like uh, it's another guy in their crew or whatever. So they're kind of talking together. You can tell they've been working on this. He's been there for about a month, right? Something like that. They said thirty yeah. shifts or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, so they're working uh, working on their plan, and then um, okay, here's Doctor Gorst. Oh yeah, and then they bring in the new guy here, and he he even says like we should do it now. Like he, he I yeah. think he want I think he wanted to do it now, right? Yeah, I think so they, I think I thought I that's what I got from it. I got that um, that uh, it's now or never kind of thing, and I thought they were, I thought that we're gonna that one of them was gonna do it, <laughs> and the other one was gonna chicken out. And then we or would not do it, and then we'd see the horrible results, but it didn't happen. No. Okay, here's the sorry, I just wanted to look at this up. Who is Olaf on Andor? Here's why Christopher Fairbank looks so familiar. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, definitely see him. You've definitely seen him. Do they have pictures of him? No? Oh, he mm -hmm. is. Okay, in Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll show you. Oh. Share the screen. He is the shopkeeper in, um, in uh, you know, where they, they have all the, oh, no, right where, uh, what's his name? He's trying to sell that um, orb that he's, he's trying to sell. Oh, man, it's hard to, why can't I speak today? No, I 
I know I, I looked him up during the show, and I think I saw that. Anyway. Yeah, sorry, I think I do a, that. Sorry. I forgot, yeah. But, but he's, uh, he's anyway, he's very good. Yeah. Um, I, I felt very bad for the old guy. Because yes. you could see something terrible was coming, and what I, I thought we were going to see some horrifying thing where he got his arm cut off, or he got it, you know, you got it stuck yeah. there. And I and they kept, you know, they keep referring to like he's almost done his sentence. And you know that's that, you know, you're dead in a prison film if you're almost done your sentence. You know, somebody's out there who wants to kill you before you leave there. And I thought, oh, this is not going to end well, or he's going to something terrible is going to happen. And sure enough, later we do discover what the end of your sentence means. Right. Um, and it doesn't mean a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I guess I misunderstood what they say. People die all the time. And I I thought they meant they die on the line, like they die doing whatever it is these guys are doing. But I think they just mean that they die like being electrocuted on the floor. Like that's how they die and get replaced because that's how that guy dies at the end of the last episode. He just kills himself by jumping on the floor. And then they have to, you know, get a replacement. So they have to bring a replacement in. Um, I didn't realize that that <laughs> – that's that's it. That's all that happens. But what what Olaf shows me is that he's he's so old. He he's got he has to have been there forever. That's like, like, that whole time I'm watching him going, man. He's just been doing this for so long. He can't do it yeah. anymore. And you know they say how many days left on your sentence. Well, how much how much? Like I'm still a little confused about how that works, and we'll get into it in a second. But um, but I'm like whatever he thinks he's got left is not going to be it. They're going to add on, or they're going to change it. They're going to cheat him out of his whatever he thinks. I think that's the. And this other guy's been saying that the whole time. One of these other guys has been saying like you might as well not look at that number because it doesn't matter. They'll keep you in here till they're done with you, right? Yeah, yeah, and and um, well, I don't know. Are we ready to talk about it now? The part where um, they learn more. No, let's talk about Mon Mothma for a second. Let's okay, go over right. to the uh, the we're over into the Senate chamber now. Um, which uh, I was watching this with oh. my girlfriend. My girlfriend is not a Star Wars fan. She's familiar with the prequels, and the one thing she said as we were watching this is, "Hey, I know that place because uh, it's the uh, it's uh, the big Senate chamber, of course. We we yeah. know of the place where where Yoda and um, was it Yoda and the Emperor fought? Yeah, and also uh, where the where ETs were last right. time. <laughs> that's right. And Wookies and Wookies and ETs. Where out. we have the greatest chance of seeing Jar Jar Binks. That's where I thought we'd see them, right? In, I, in thought big... we, I thought we were going to see the Emperor. I'll be honest. Yes, yes. I we're going to see him. It's going to be maybe in the distance, but we'll see him, but no. <laughs> no, nothing like that. <laughs> it was just a bunch of senators turning off their lights. I'm like, what yeah. does that signify? Does that mean they're going home? Like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> the dialogue, there there was some dialogue in support of Mon Mothma, some letter speak kind of stuff, and then there was the, we're not listening, or okay. or 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 this is heresy or whatever, whatever it was. There was, it was a mixed response. It's like me teaching a class. That's what I saw. There was like a, there was a mixed students, response in the if room. If our students could just turn off the lights and yeah. go away, <laughs> do that. There was a but level yeah. of agitation there. You know, all the stuff that we see on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. So, so Mon Moth is trying to call out the Emperor for what they're doing as far as all this horrible, like, cramp, clamping down on on prison sentences and doubling prison sentences and all that stuff. Why is the Senate not listening to her? Why does nobody seem to care? Um, well, I think it's, um, you know, what we're looking at is the U.S. Congress and Donald Trump uh, is in control. <laughs> and you're going to see people, uh, you're going to see people support um 
the emperor because that's whatever, that's their team or that's, uh, that protects themselves. Maybe it enriches them. I think, I think there's, I think that's why you would see that. I think, and what we're seeing play out is kind of like with Mon Mothma's terrible family and, and actually even worse husband. Um, yeah, then he gets worse by the week. I think we're just ready for him to like fall off a platform or something. I hope so. I really hope so. You can see he likes his comfortable life and the way more than comfortable and the way he maintains it is the emperor's in control. Yes. And he wants that to stay that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when, then we learn that, uh, Mon Mothma's cousin, is it, or is it, or is it cousin, uh, is... Val? Val? Right, that's right. She's in town. She, but I didn't know they were related. We no, didn't know that, right? That was a revelation that they, they, they were blood relatives. Um, and she's in town visiting or whatever. And But, she, you know, she wants to know Mon Mothman, wants to know what happened. What, what yeah. you know, what went on? She can't tell her. Each time they introduce a cousin or an uncle or something, I always think, ooh, who's it going to be? And so when it was her, I was like, oh, that's interesting. But I thought it could be anyone. It could be Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> You know, I mean, who's your cousin? Like, it could be almost anybody in the Star Wars universe. Yes. So I, so I was almost expecting. So when it was just her, I thought, oh, yeah, OK. Yeah, we didn't know that. But it could have been wacky and wild. And I was all I all I, I never thought it'd be Jar Jar. But I did think it would be maybe somebody who we knew from the prequels. Yeah. I thought maybe that's who yeah. we're going to get. Well, I thought maybe it would be um, Bail Organa, maybe yeah. or something. I don't know. Something yeah, like that. We don't know. We don't know who. We don't know who's cousins <laughs> in Star Wars. So it could have been an Ugnot. <laughs> Here's my cousin. Um, and so we are cutting back and forth from these guys to the prison, and there is that exchange. And you know, again, they're waiting in the hallway to to transfer. The guy's doing his sign language, and something's happening on the other level at a different part of the yeah. prison, right? They're trying to communicate something's happening, and they don't know what's going on, right? So there's, there's a scene, and and this whole time, it's interesting the relationship that. Um, uh, Andy Circus, I don't remember his character name, has with these guys because he's their, yeah. but he's like he's like a boss that cares about them, right? Like he wants them all. He really does seem to believe in what's going on. He believes they're reducing their sentence. He believes that they will get out. That um, they just have to do their time and that's it. And they're just pay their debt to society. That's they're they're gonna be free. But uh, he he slowly comes around here and, and Andor is working on him the whole time. Like it's really interesting. I found how. Andor's big thing is pumping people up. Like that's what he does. He yeah. does it. He does it in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, he did it during the heist. You know, he like he talks to people to get. That's why he's such a good rebel. That's why he becomes a good rebel. So I, I like that. He's got to give some kind of inspirational speech to get people worked up about something, right? Yeah. It, and I like. Uh, and let's just pause for a moment for the greatness of uh, Andy Serkis's acting which I think is like the best it's ever been on this show. I love it. And like his anger and his, and his uh, just try figuring out what he's thinking is so good. And I don't want him to die because he's really good in this. And I want to see a show called Andor and Andy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and the two of them go on wacky adventures, maybe a road trip. The two guys in- <laughs> Get in a car, get in a land speeder, and yes. uh, they, they go someplace. I they don't go know. Cross, tat- cross Tatooine. Uh, 
no, that's great. And I, yeah, I think that I like him as well. I hope he doesn't die as well. I really like uh, um, the character, and I like, I guess, I like how he comes around. Right? We find out what happened. The level two was some kind of a a riot or something. It sounded like. Did they yeah. get specific about it? Well, yeah, they know they do because we we learn like that. And and here's the thing that, and even uh, and Andy Circus says, look, it takes two weeks for a single word to get up here, so you can't. You can't just go like basically. This could be fake news. <laughs> so right, so right. He's so like, it's like, a rumor. Don't believe it. Don't yeah. believe the hype. Yeah. Like somebody died down there, or they killed everybody. Like what? What happened? We're not, and and we don't really find out what happened until a doctor shows up later on. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But well, we can talk. Let's talk. Let's stay with that for well, for the, now. The doctor is also a prisoner, which I thought right. was interesting. And, yes. and he's got a quite a, a quite a medical kit, which involves just putting people down. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's all he's got in his bag. Really harsh. Um, yeah, our, you can tell how much they care about the people in this prison, right? Well, our friend has a stroke, and um, the uh, older guy, what's his name, Ulf? Ulf. Ulf. Ulf Samuelson. Wasn't that a jet, a Winnipeg jet or something? Yep. I don't know. So uh, he has a stroke. They bring the doctor out, who's also in bare feet. So we know he's just got a slightly different stripe to denote that he's medical personnel. And he tells them um, that they reassign people and your sentence never ends. You're, 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 uh, and they made a mistake and they put somebody, they recognized somebody whose sentence was over, I guess. I think they made a clerical error or something. And I guess there was an uprising, and then they killed everybody. They killed everybody on the second floor. Yeah. Thanks. In a mass, in a sort of a, a mass killing. And so Andy Circus, I love this scene where Andy Circus and Andor, and and Andy Circus comes around, and they look, they're like, yeah, we got this is, yeah, our sentence never ends. If our sentence never ends, what do we got to lose? So we might as well we're gonna we're gonna break our way out of here. I hope in the next episode. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, I, but I'm a little confused about that because, okay, so that means that somebody says thinks they think their their sentence is ending, and they're like, okay, see you later, I'm going home, and then they like ship them to another part of the prison. Doesn't that person say, hey, I was supposed to go home? What's going on? Like, I don't get that part of it. Under the punishment of death, may I? Who knows? Who knows what? Uh, it's and the thing is, it's still not a hundred percent clear. Because the doctor, the doctor in a very, he was a very frustrating doctor because he hinted at more than what he said specifically. So I think there's still some question marks about exactly what happened on that second floor. I mean, I still had question marks about it. Now, maybe I noticed I, um, I've, I have listened to a few podcasts with people talking about the episode and I definitely missed stuff while I was watching it. So uh, I'm going to need to watch that scene again, probably, and just make sure. But uh, I, I, I was still left with a little confusion about what had happened on that floor. Okay, here's what he says. He says, a man who was just released on four ended up back on two the next day. Right. Work out, out on the floor and they, they killed them all. That's that's it. That's all you yeah, got. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's not. There's some question marks there still. Um, but the long and short of it is, your sentence never ends. Yeah. It goes on and on and on and on, and and the hope that you've got is false hope. 
Yeah, that's right. And so, so then, now yeah. it's time to break out. <laughs> yes, finally, finally, after three episodes, we're going to break out. In yeah. the meantime, we also have um, our friend, uh, again, I don't know his name, but the guy with the mother. Uh, oh, Cyril. <laughs> Cyril, is that his name? Yeah. Oh, man. Cyril this woman. With the cereal. <laughs> this woman is incredible. Like, I just cannot believe she, her. She's so awful, and then he says he's got a yeah. promotion. She's like, "Oh, I'm so proud! Like I, I knew you could do it. I, we're so proud yeah. of you." And all, I'm like, "Oh my god, she's just awful." I can, I can, I can completely see how this guy ended up like this with a mother like that. <laughs> you know, oh. like, can, can you imagine? And he's like, he's the classic internet troll, uh, living in his mother's house, <laughs> who thinks he's onto a conspiracy. And uh, that's what I kind of like about that all that stuff. But, uh, you know, and you know what's interesting about him? Uh, each time, I think, I keep waiting for somebody to go, you know what, maybe you have a point here. Or, yeah, maybe you could join the emperor, uh, Empire or whatever. And nobody ever does. It's always like, get lost. <laughs> like, no, I told you already, you're useless. Goodbye. Like, he only gets rejection wherever he goes. Well, he and got promoted at work. I think that's bullshit, did he? I think he just told his mother that. He no, because he went, he went and told, oh, later on he right. goes up to What's-Her-Name and says, thank you for the promotion. So, right. I, I, and she's like, I had nothing to do with that, right? No, it was nepotism. It was nepotism. That's right. So it wasn't, that's right. That's right. I remember thinking it, it's bogus, but it's only bogus in that um, it wasn't based on actual performance. I think it was based on whatever his uncle okay so she had nothing and she yeah she says she had nothing to do with yeah. it but then we find out he's been like stalking her like he's been hanging outside her work waiting for her to come out and stuff so he confronts her as yeah. she comes out and he wants to like i don't what's he is he like does he like is he romantically involved like he wants to be with her romantically or is this like something else i don't understand what his game is here there was an element of that yeah you <laughs> I think? think yeah i think that i think that accounted for her absolute horror <laughs> Because it did. It was a part come on and part let me join the Empire. And like well, he wants to join what he wants to work for her. Like he wants to be with her. Right. Right. And right. Get Cassie Andor. That's all he cares about is getting and Cassie Andor. She was and Andor. like, get a, you know, get away, you creep. Once again, I keep I kept thinking she's gonna go, Okay, fine. All right, maybe you could help us find this guy, but you realize he doesn't know anything. He lives with his mother, he works at this whatever where he's what he's knows nothing, he's not helpful, he's not helping anybody really. And she sees him as completely useless like most other people. So she yeah. goes, forget it. I keep thinking they're gonna force him into to being like I, the guy who blows himself up or something. The guy who has the guy who has nothing to lose and he's gonna go on an individual crusade on his own. But I don't he doesn't seem like a big threat to Cassian Andor. I so think he's I, gonna yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I think he's going to end up helping Cassian inadvertently and realizing that he's not so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that he's going to end up flipping because um, not, not intentionally necessarily, but he might be like reluctantly helping or forced into a situation where he has to help him. But Or, may or maybe he finds Cassian Andor and Cassian's the only person who's ever been nice to him. 
Right, right. Because awesome. he was nice because he didn't kill him, yeah. right? They didn't kill him. They just tied him up and left him behind. And um, and he's he's a sympathetic – like, we feel sorry for him because he's got such an awful mother. Like, we are meant to kind of feel <laughs> that. And I think we do want him to – I want him to, to catch a break. Well, I, think I want to realize how the error of his ways and focusing on – he's obsessed over Cassian for some reason. And I think it's just obviously, you know, a result of his – upbringing that he's like this um but he needs to learn how to let he need to, to let that go i see i thought i used to think that but after this episode where that that discussion with uh, that discussion was creepy and they made him even less they found a way to make him less pathetic or sympathetic and i just thought he's he's getting to a place where he's gonna have to take matters into his own hands in some way and uh, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what he what he can do uh, to do that unless he goes on a if he finds out where Andor is and goes on a mission to try to find him. But once again, I don't imagine that he would be a threat to Andor at this point. There's not there's no reason to think that that Andor couldn't outsmart him 100 percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, are there any closer to find out now? The Imperials are looking for. Um... Stellan Skarsgård, are they any closer to finding him? Oh, we didn't get him in this episode. No, we didn't. And uh, uh, one of the things I love on YouTube is there's a whole bunch of people who say, what if he's a Jedi? And there's a whole bunch of people who say, what if he's a Sith? <laughs> of course. <laughs> because we don't know. We, we, we don't know the backstory, and he might very well be a Jedi in hiding. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. It's unlikely, though. I, I, don't, I, I just don't think this is a show with Jedi at this point. But there's got to be some kind of backstory for why yeah. he feels so strongly this, about this stuff, like okay. why somebody close to him died or something, his city was destroyed by the Empire, something like that, um, that yeah. motivates him. Because, yeah, there's, there's something more to that, I think. Um, oh, and that reminds me that um, Mon Mothma has to meet, she meets with her friend, and uh, he suggests this crime lord is the only person who can um, launder the money, mm -hmm. and he insists on a meeting with her. Uh, at her place and she's like oh my god this is brutal and terrible kind of thing but she reluctantly kind of realizes now she's in and now she's got to go along with this stuff well you got to get it done somehow right like that's the thing you don't have the luxury of going through legitimate channels if you really want to get this done so that's uh yeah but we don't actually see this person yet right we do not but no, we probably once again next episode probably so I'm looking forward to seeing who that is, too. And by the way, we don't have any main alien characters in this uh, right now in the plot. We don't have anybody who's uh, – we have no prisoner that isn't anything other than human that we True. know. That we know. Well, and I uh, maybe the gangster, when they said he's the big crime boss or something, I thought that could be an alien. That could be our first one. Davo Skulden is his name. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Is that an expanded universe character? I haven't even looked. I, I, don't, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know anymore. Who knows? Yeah. But I think that, um, yeah, I, I'm afraid of the answer. When I, I did notice it was all humans in that prison. And in the past, like in, in, I think this is from books maybe. I don't know if it was so very clearly outlined in the original movies. But the Emperor Empire was anti-alien. I remember that distinctly being a thing where the Emperor, they were like the Nazis. Like aliens to, to the Empire were like the Jews to the Nazis. Right. right, that's so they might have concentration camps full of aliens that they're killing. I don't know. 
Like, we could see something like that. Um, we saw Chewbacca in prison, right? He was, like, just in a cage underground being treated horribly. So who knows what's happening to the alien prisoners? They're probably just being killed. Um, but, yeah, that's, this is an interesting development. So she's got to meet with a crime boss, some kind of crime boss. And maybe this ties back to – what's the name of the um, syndicate that uh, – what's the name was a part of? Darth Maul? Yeah, Red's, that one. I can't Red's, think of the Red name. Sun or whatever the hell it's called. Red. <laughs> Red uh, Dawn. None of us can remember anymore. Was it Red Dawn? No. no Red Dawn was a movie. <laughs> yes, that's right. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I for the for the. Oh no! Oh no! Wait a sec. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. There we go. There it? I was close. Yeah. Okay, so could it be, have something to do with that? I. It's. It could. It is. The timing is right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it could. It could very well, but it's not going to be. I don't think Darth Maul is going to show up or something no, like that. I think, so I think it'll be it'll be some 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 crime lord of some kind. But it wouldn't surprise me if that's our alien, Prince Shizor. Prince Zizor shows up. Oh my God! You could really re- you could. There's so many ways you could ruin this series, <laughs> like like Jar Jar Binks walking in or the. Uh, the do-back walking in front of the camera like it does in the special edition. But I, yeah. I do think that we got to work on some memes of uh, the torture uh, with music, with, with bad songs playing. You got the earphones on and they're like, okay, well, we could, you have a choice. The children screams or uh, everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> children screams, I'll take that. Okay, you chose that, so we're going to play you Wang Chung. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, and then we see one final... I mean, we already talked about the final scene, but the, uh, the, the scene before that is the scene where the Imperials are planning out a little bit of deception here to figure out what's going on with some, some kind of a thing where they have to, like... They have to stage uh, uh, someone... You know, we don't think Krieger knows he, he's gone missing yet. So something happened. They, oh, yeah, they caught a pilot... A rebel yeah. pilot, and they just have to make it look like an accident that he died right. in an accident or something instead of uh, being captured by the Imperials. So they don't find out about it. But we see they're 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 aware of the rebels and they're kind of like, you know, figuring yeah. out what's going on there. So I think there's going to be some kind of a conflict between the rebels and the Imperials before the end of the series. Yeah. Which which rebel pilot? That's what I wanted to know. Which rebel pilot? Drop. Give us a name. Wedge. It's Wedge. Yes. Give us a wedge. Give us a. I don't, give us a wedgie. Give us a Porkins. <laughs> Here's the problem. If we know who the X-Wing pilot is, then we know they know they live. If oh. We, if we if we um if we don't if we hear a name and it's nobody we know, we know they die. <laughs> well, they already made the Red Five joke in Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> so it is too early for that anyway. But um yeah, there should be some kind of reference to whoever it was. Yeah. I don't know, maybe not. Um but yeah, I mean, it's it's still it continues to be an excellent series. Uh, I would, again, I would like some more space battle stuff, but maybe we'll yeah. get more of that coming. But I'm still having a great time watching this. I do plan on rewatching the entire thing from start to finish again very oh, soon, yeah. before the finale, before the finale. Um, but we still have a few more episodes before that comes out, so I got time. Absolutely, and uh, I, I mean, I love this show. I, I I've gone from thinking, oh, this is a good show in the early episodes to really finding it absorbing. And it's to me, it's no different. It, in some ways, and we've said this before, but it really seems like a good HBO drama. 
um, that I would just enjoy, even if it was had nothing to do with Star Wars. I'd be interested in the political intrigue. And in each line of dialogue is so interesting. And once again, the tension just never stops on the show. Just tense, 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 like keeping up that tone. It's mm-hmm. not easy to do that in a show to make like you have to have a good story and you have to have great dialogue, great actors. And this show has all of that. Yeah, so it really, really does. They're knocking it out of the park. They really are. Um, so I can't wait. I can't wait to see the last three episodes. But I don't want the, I don't want it to end. It's the usual problem, you know. Everything's got to end sometime, Kent. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Everything comes to an end. Even hope. That's what we learned. Hope. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that was um, actually funny uh, because in Rogue One, the last line, the last thing's hope, and and Rogue One is the rebellion built on hope. I think, right? That's right. Yeah. And so, what what does hope get you in the prison? Nothing, because it's false hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hope is not always a good yeah. thing. Um, okay, and so the other thing that came out this past week was the Tales of the Jedi six shorts, six animated shorts um, that were a lot more sequential than I expected. I was like, yeah. I didn't realize that that's what they were going to do. I thought it was going to be more along the lines of the visions, which were kind of unrelated. They were none of those were. They're all kind of different styles of anime. But this is like very, very much. It just seemed like a mini season of of uh, Clone Wars, basically. It did. I thought the animation was beautiful. I was blown away by the animation. I've never watched Bad Batch and gone, that blows me away. Like a, nothing. Oh, there was ever- some. There was some good stuff. Not the characters necessarily, but some of that stuff in Bad Batch is pretty cool. I remember that being good. But yeah, the characters. These characters look a lot better than those. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I just and the backgrounds and things like blades of grass and things like it just looked really good. Okay. And I just yeah. caught myself kind of getting caught up in the layout of the thing and going like there's some scenes where if you didn't like if for the long shot or whatever you would just assume it's live action it's so beautiful and true so yeah well rendered right yeah but you're right it was sequential order the birth starting with the birth of osaka of, of ahsoka sorry uh, and um uh and strangely enough sort of mirroring that with count dooku's turn to the dark side who knew that's what this series was about. I had no idea, and, and it, I was—I thought found the first episode to be pretty strange, and I was—it turned me off. I'm like, I really don't give a shit about Baby Ahsoka. <laughs> the hell are we doing? What are we doing here? We're hunting a tie. We're hunting some kangaroo elks or whatever the hell these things are. I like the—I like the the mashup of human animals. We continue to get that in Star Wars. We have a yeah. some kind of saber tooth tiger that takes her away to eat her, and then decides not to. She she controls him with the Force, so she calms the beast, much the way in which I mean, I don't—I do buy that. That, that's I'm fine. Much the same way um, Baby Grogu calmed the Rancor, right? Remember that? That kind of stuff? Right. So this is absolutely possible. It's a, it's a you know, it feel, feels like a valid story. It's just like, I just don't care about... A, I guess it shows that she was powerful even as a baby in right. the forest, right? That's the whole point of this story. But I was not very interested in it for the most part. I was part. worried we were going to see her get taken from the village to become a Jedi. And <laughs> and, and the old grandma was going to be the heartbroken. I, was, I didn't want to see that. I was like, oh, yeah. It's going to be way too sad to have to see a little baby, like, <laughs> ripped from the village by the Jedi. But we didn't. They spared us that. I, I thought. Go ahead. 
I thought she was going to be raised by wolves or raised by the saber tooth. Oh. I thought that was <laughs> she took her away. I'm like, why didn't she just eat her right there? Why would she carry her away like that? I thought it was because she wanted to raise her for herself. Um, but no, it's because she wanted to eat in private. But then Ahsoka talked her out of it. But I don't know. It's okay. Well, I like – and on that one, I like the animation a lot. So I don't think the story uh, – Yeah, I guess I, I guess it bothered that... me that much, but – I guess yeah. that was really the point is just to get us used to the animation and just kind of how this looks. But yeah, the second episode, I, uh, second episode, um, I guess second, third, and fourth really are all about Dooku. Um, yeah. So the first one we see Dooku and his apprentice Qui-Gon, a young Qui-Gon, uh, looking like a young Liam Neeson, right? Fresh out of Excalibur uh, or whatever young movie. I don't know what else was a young Liam Neeson in. <laughs> I can't think of another movie. When was that Ice Road Trucker movie? No, I'm just <laughs> That's a more recently than me. So that was a couple years yeah. ago. Um, but anyway, they have a. It's just. I mean, it's a typical Jedi story. They're sent to resolve a conflict. It's a hostage situation. They have to. They have to. Uh, de- de-escalate it but it turns out to be like this senator isn't doing a good job of he's basically a corrupt senator who doesn't give a shit about his people and they're not getting fed they're not they they live in in poverty because he's not taking care of them and then his son sees that they kidnap his son and he sees how horrible they are so his son wants to change things around but it's really all the whole point of it is really to make us like see how dooku is now turning dooku has a little dark flash during this whole encounter right where he actually almost kills the guy I thought that was surprisingly fertile ground for storytelling where you don't, he just kind of shows up at some point in the prequels and you don't really, you're just like, Oh, he's, I guess the emperor had a couple of apprentices or what happened or where did this dude come from? And, and um, we didn't really get enough of him to really fully understand it. And when you, I actually thought that added a lot to see that backstory Yeah, that I actually thought that would be pretty cool in live action to see that whole thing as well. So I, in one way, I, I loved seeing it. On the other, I was a little disappointed because it probably means we won't see it in live action. But well, uh, We, we it, would want a young Christopher Lee to do it, right? <laughs> like, well, since that's impossible, uh, I imagine they'd probably cast a good actor for the role. I'm sure they would, yes. I, I thought it could be really good. And we yeah. couldn't have Liam Neeson either. You'd yeah. have to get somebody over, like de-aged Liam Neeson, but that wouldn't work. Uh, I don't whatever. think. Well, they've done it for everybody else, so who knows? I, I liked it, and I also, and I and I don't know, I particularly liked the Yaddle episode. Well, that's, yeah, the third one. So the second yeah. one, uh, for yeah, I said that. I said for Yaddle at the, at the yeah. end of that episode. In the in the next one, Choices, it's um, it's Dooku and uh, Mace Windu um, going, doing another thing. And it's a very similar, they're investigating the death of one of their own, I guess. So so they have to go investigate. It's another similar thing where it's just like, go. And again, Dooku gets dark and um, crosses the line and then gets in shit for it. And that's kind of the beginning of when he starts to, to I guess, to, Move away, and then we move to the Sith Lord, which is the that was my favorite episode. I love this one. This is Yaddle. Yeah, Yaddle has her due is awesome. Oh, she's oh my god, bring her to live action. It it can only be a certain time frame, sadly, but but yeah, like or or another or similar character like this because this is a great. It's great to see another character of this race that's not just Yoda. Um, we get to learn a little more more about Yaddle and what she's like, and basically she catches Dooku conferring with the Emperor and figuring out that he is betraying everybody. But here's where I get messed up because this is actually meant to take place after Episode One, right? This is after Qui Gon has died. That's right. So. 
I just felt that he did not look old enough in this. I was confused. Oh, no, no, sorry, this is not after episode one. This is this is the oh, one where Qui Gon. Oh, just makes perfect. Where's the one that? Where's the one to where be, he talks? To... It has to be after episode one. It has to be because that okay. Because Yaddle goes missing. <laughs> Yaddle is in episode one, and then she's not in episode. Episode two. two. Yeah. Okay. So there must have been a part in that other episode where they they um. I'm I'm losing track of what happens where when did because he has a conversation is like oh no it's this one the Sith Lord it's oh Qui Gon I guess he must die during this episode because he talks about Qui Gon um you know encountering a Sith Lord right that's the whole beginning of it and that that is Darth Maul but because Dooku looks so young I thought it was like a previous one or something I thought this was another I was confused about that because I thought Dooku Dooku's got white hair by the time we get to episode two um why has he got dark hair like what are they trying to be nice to a cgi christopher lee i don't understand why he didn't uh, look younger or older than he is uh, you know what i need to go back and look at it again that didn't strike me at the time as being a problem i but... felt that i felt that they were like not aging him up properly um because i i was confused as to what time frame that was taking place but it was though it was meant to be the beginning of episode one so this is taking in and around i like that it's taking place in and around episode one um and so two and we can see what so does does yaddle die before qui-gon dies no no yaddle dies after okay uh, qui-gon dies in the course of this episode i believe at the beginning we see at the beginning he meets up and he's yeah here he is he sees uh, there's qui-gon walking with yaddle and then later on they see the funeral oh right Right, because then he also says, he says to Count Dooku, um, sure, you, uh, no, how did it go again? The council's leaving for Naboo. The funeral's happening there. All right, and he says, he says to Dooku, you lost an apprentice and so did I. Like, basically, Qui-Gon died and so did Darth Maul. Yes. Right, right, right. And I thought that was a clever way to kind of go, to kind of keep him on board. Oh, yeah. Like, this is master yeah. manipulation of the yeah. Emperor in this episode. Like, we get to see him, you know, yeah. just completely messing with Dooku. So, it, you're right. It is great insight into the character of Dooku um, to see how he was kind of manipulated by the Emperor and how he turned. And, yeah, there's a moment where Yaddle's trying to convince him, no, no, you don't have to do this. You can come back. And he's like, nope, I can't. And he, he just, right. like, kills her cold blood. So, that's pretty harsh, but that's the dark side. That's right. That's the dark side for you. They're pretty harsh, those dark sides. They are. Um, and then what else do we have here? Then the rest of it was kind of like more along the lines of Ahsoka and, well, there's Ahsoka and Anakin, so practice makes perfect. So it's the one where she's kicking ass when it comes to the remotes, but he wants to put her up against real troopers. So they do this yeah. exercise where they keep stunning her and she's like got to block all the stun beams and whatever. But I, I can't imagine that's good for you to be stunned over and over again like that. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy. I think um, that that's the equivalent of we threw grammar at people like over and over and over until they fell down and they couldn't take it anymore we're like no but would they learn would they learn grammar Kenton is the question yes well according to this episode <laughs> yes they would but maybe that's I mean that's Anakin's uh, teaching method is to do yeah. that maybe the equivalent would have been doing times tables when I was in grade school oh maybe the repetition just, it was, of it yeah yeah like it haunts my dreams even today like you, you, if it is possible to um to do those drills and that's what she was doing she's doing the like basically he had them set the stunt the guns to stun and 
it looked like it would really knock you out for a while too. Yeah, now I'm trying to figure out at the end here, you see her walking down the hallway with Rex. Yeah. And he's like, I hope all that training comes in handy. What are they doing here? I do believe that's the is that not the last episode of the Clone Wars? Where is he it? walks okay. her out. And I don't think we now I now forgive me. This is like the classic here I go guessing at something that but and people can correct can correct me if I'm wrong because I know I I don't remember animated as well as I remember live action. That's sort of my mental block. But I believe in the last episode of the Clone Wars, does do we not see um, Rex walk Ahsoka out um, to make it look like she has been held captive? Yep. To uh, so they can escape. Yes, I remember that. Yes, that was recently. That was the new episode, the new right. final season. Yes, that's right. And I, I think that's that. And I that is that. And, but I also don't believe we had them talking at the beginning of the Clone Wars, but we saw that scene here. Maybe I don't. I, I didn't pick up on it. I wasn't sure I what that was. Um, well, I was confused at first too. I have to say I was. But I so, think that's what it is. But I think you're right. I think you're right. It's a, it's a callback to, to that episode. And, uh, and then the final one here, we see Ahsoka. This is after. So this is really the first thing we've had to happen since the Bad Batch or since, uh, sorry, since uh, Clone Wars ended. And she's like hiding on some planet as a laborer, I guess, as a farmer or whatever. And then she has to use her force powers. And this seems like this is the common thread we see all the time. It's a bit of a trope now that we're seeing with all these Jedi who have gone off to hide somewhere. They just, they, they stay hidden until somebody's in danger and they have to use the force to save them. Like, it was Hay. What was Hay going to do to her? You know, come on. You didn't need to really do that. I think she would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so, but anyway, the, the whole, it was an interesting, and who's this guy that shows up? What's all this about? I like that guy who shows up. What did you think? Well, is that, I thought, is it Darth Revan? It looks like Darth Revan. I thought it was a Sith Lord, um, but I've since heard people say it's an Inquisitor. Well, it's a never, it's an Inquisitor we've never seen before. No. And, and is it too badass to be an Inquisitor? Well, is it and is an Inquisitor not a Sith Lord? Are they not the same thing? I, I don't think so. Because well, I don't. Inquisitors are like deputies or something. But this guy's got like Imperial logos all over his cloak. Like he's a, I don't know. That seems like a very unsith thing to do. Yeah, you're right. He's, Maybe he's Imperial. Is. He's an Imperial loyalist first. But I, I thought this design looked like somebody. I thought this, this is, yeah. reminds me of something that I've seen before in Star Wars with the hood and the mask like this. I just can't quite place it. It is kind of a Darth Revan. Yeah. But obviously that was a, that was like hundreds of years ago or something, right? That was not a or Darth Revan right. was that. Uh, it's a pre. It's um. Old, what do they call it? Old Republic thing? Yeah, Knights of the yeah. Old Republic. And right. and I have the action figure. So it kind of, <laughs> and, but it doesn't really look like that. It's more, I actually thought he kind of looked like General Grievous with a. Maybe, yeah, with a cloak, yeah, yes. A little bit. Yeah. So we find out that this kid uh, told on her, and then yeah. he just burns the whole village down in response. Well, you know, like they said, those Sith like to overcompensate. Loose so, burn villages. Yeah. <laughs> um and then she comes and kicks his ass or what happens yeah she does kick his ass she kills him flato kills him yeah his head deflates yeah. yeah something it turns out his head is a balloon <laughs> but um 
I wonder if this, but but at the end, oh no, she goes back, right? She goes, she calls uh, Jimmy Smith, she calls Bale to come pick them up, and then she wants to get back into it. So that's an interesting turn at this point in the story because this is happening. Okay, so this is after Revenge of the Sith, but before anything else, basically before any of the other movies or TV shows, right? Before Andor, right? This is happening, correct. So, and and I, I assume it's going to tie in somehow to the series that we're going to get. Well, I don't know if it if it will tie in. I think if anything, it just makes a little more, gives us a little backstory for Ahsoka, so that people who aren't familiar with the character um, can um, have something to recent to look at that gives them a little bit of a backstory. And I, I actually read a review in the Hollywood Reporter, I think it was, where the person goes. You know, I so okay, so I watched this Tales of the Jedi. I don't know. I don't know who that Ahsoka is. I don't know who this is. I don't know who anybody is, but I watched it and it was okay. It's like basically the review. And I think that's the concern. Is the concern is who the hell is this and why do we care? And so if any I think this is just to you know, make people know a little bit more going into what's gonna Maybe. be a live action series. Maybe. Well, it does also give more insight to Dooku, and I think it is going to spark yeah. people to rewatch the prequels yeah. with that in mind, um, and maybe give some more depth to Chris um, to Christopher Lee's performance. I, I, it's uh, it was interesting to see that happen that way, so that was good. I like that part of it the best. Like those three episodes, like two, yeah. three, four, are the best arc. Um, but the, the other rest of it was good too. It was fine, except for the yeah. first one. I didn't like the first one. Baby Ahsoka. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't mind it. I I liked the the entire series. It sure goes by fast. It does. Yeah, I, I just watched it this afternoon. I was sort of hunkering down, like this is going to be a three day event sort of thing. It's going to take me forever. And then when I realized there are ten minutes or something, yeah, I was like ah, here we go. This is great. Let's go and you just sit there and watch it all the way through, like it's one long thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I liked it. And uh, I, if anything, I kind of thought, why did they just hold off on this until Landor was over? You know, like I don't know. Watch it over the holidays, sort of thing. Uh, you know, everybody's at home. I figured there's no reason why you had to release it at the same time. But hey, it's good. I'm glad they did. Me too. Um, all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Anything else before we wrap up? No, that was great. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. I'm taking an awful risk, man. This had better work. Where did you dig up that old fossil?